I'm Gen Y Kate. And I'm Gen Xer Jeremy. And, and together, together we're, we're talking, talking serious, serious shit. shit. Hello, Jeremy. Hello, Kate. How are you going? Very good. Part, That's good. Part two. Part two, indeed. Of Ukraine. So if you haven't seen or no, listened, sorry, the um, other podcast, which we talked about a thousand years of history. Yeah. It's a good place to start, that's for sure. So now, today, we're looking at sort of the last 10 years of history. Right up until today. Right, well, as much as we can. We know. As yeah, much we as can. we know. Totally, totally, totally. But, and also we had to look at other, like, EU and NATO. Now, you were doing the research on NATO. So I did. So I'm going to hand it over to you now. So as we touched on it last week, I was like, better scrub up on some knowledge on NATO. <laughs> So I have done so. So basically, NATO was created in 1949 in the aftermath of World War II. Um, it was created by the US, Canada and several Western European nations. And it was essentially made to create collective security against the Soviet Union. Um, so an intergovernmental military alliance, it now has 30 members and 28 of which are in Europe and two the other two are from North America. Um, basically, um, its independent member states agree to mutual defence in response to an attack from an external party. So if one of the members is vulnerable, the others must come to their aid, essentially. Yeah. So if Poland gets invaded, yeah. one in, all in. One in, all in. That's right. That's exactly right. So Yeah. And, so, and, and actually, NATO is very much at the heart of this current dispute mm -hmm. because... And us Gen Xers would know all this because we've, we've lived through this uh, in sense we've seen the end of the Cold War. Now, so the end of the Cold War saw NATO change dramatically in really what it was about. And a mindset of, of NATO members, especially the US, sort of changed. So we've gone from the Cold War where there was two great powers, uh, one being US, one being USSR, to essentially the US being the only dominant superpower. Mm -hmm. And so the idea of expanding NATO uh, first came about in the mid-1990s with President Clinton. Mm -hmm. And the idea to, and, and the mindset was not that they wanted to take on Russia or they wanted to protect, but it was this mindset of, well, we've got this new world order where peace and prosperity is actually what's going to happen because we've all essentially become ideally liberal democracies, we're mm -hmm. all going to become democratic countries. So the idea to expand NATO was not to sort of take the fight to Russia, but rather have a, bring more people into the fold, that way we create less risk, and really it's all about peace and stability, and it was, was never about taking on Russia. In fact, in the mid-90s, Russia was not seen as a great power is a shadow of its former self. How interesting. Yeah, so we had that idea in the mid-90s, and so the first expansion of, of, of NATO happened in 1999. So that's meant Poland, Hungary, the Czech Republic, mm -hmm. again, all former allies of the USSR, had come into the fold in NATO. Uh, and then they had a second expansion in 2004, uh, which took in Romania and the Baltic states, etc. So you saw these two growing... NATO trances, trances. What was that one? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. We do, we do. Yeah. And then so in April 2008, after a NATO summit, there was a statement giving saying that the Ukraine and Georgia would become part of NATO as part of the third stage of this expansion of NATO. Okay. And, of course, again, as I said, the West didn't see this as an aggressive move. They saw it 
um, you know, that NATO was a defensive pact, not an attacking force. You know, these countries had become democracies, so there was now a political symmetry with everyone. And it wasn't, you know, in their mindset, it wasn't aimed at Russia. Uh, the thought was the more countries, the more peace. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Now, somehow Russia didn't see it that way. That sounds weird. Out of character. <laughs> <laughs> um, they really said, right. Uh, they saw this as military forces coming to their doorstep. Personally attacked. Uh, this, was, <laughs> this was all about them. And so they, they sort of said this, this expansion, third expansion was a bridge too far. Like this is just not on. And so Putin sort of says this is totally unacceptable and we will not allow uh, that to happen. Sorry, when did this happen? So this was... Um, so. They said after 2008 yeah. that they were going to do this. So I asked that uh, question because how long has Putin been in power for? Oh, forever. Really? So Putin, so don't forget, Putin was the president of Russia. They have a rule that you couldn't become, you couldn't stay on president. So like the US has the same rule. You can't, yeah. you can't, you can only do two terms, eight years. Um, so he went and became prime minister. Right. And then he put his own president in. And then funny enough, after that, term ended he came president again <laughs> uh, and uh now he's like i, I don't know what I'd, I'd, I'd have to look this up but i don't know he might be like what they've done in china he might, he might be president for life now i don't know right anyway, okay so he's just there he's just there he's just that's why yeah. i asked all right so it's so this this happened in 2008 now in in april 2008 this statement about nato expanding to georgia and the ukraine now, in August 2008, there was a war over Georgia, funny enough. Um, interesting timing. Yeah, interesting timing. Uh, and then, of course, in February 2014, as we know from our last podcast, that's when we had the war in Ukraine from Russia. Right. So, again, so this, is, this has been the underlying mm. issue um, about the expansion. Also to note, going in parallel with this, okay. is the EU wanting to bring in Ukraine as part of its family. Right. So you have this military sort of expansion happening. You have this economic expansion happening mm. where Ukraine wants to be part of the EU. They mm. want to do trade agreements with the EU. So it's all very positive. And obviously, both things are very much upsetting Russia. Very much. Yes. And I guess this comes to the question, what does what does Russia want? Yeah. Now, you know, you, you, you mentioned last time what Russia were there to do. Yes. That's so right. their, their, their story, yeah, what their, 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 what their spin, narrative their, their is, <laughs> totally, was that they were in there to kind of de-Nazify the Ukraine. Yeah. Fiction. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolute crap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? All right. Great. But they're sticking to it, right? They're sticking to it. Right. But there are some other... And look, there has been a list of things that they've wanted for some time. They want the Ukraine never to become part of NATO and they want a written agreement on that because when the when the when the um, the fall of the sort of you know the, the wall and the the Berlin Wall and when when the USSR got dissembled Gorbachev who was the president at the time of the USSR was promised that NATO would never be expanded he was given a promise obviously that didn't Fell through. Fell through. So this time they say, we can't trust your word. We want it written down. Right. So that's what they want. They want a written agreement. They want no ballistic missiles in Europe that can hit Russia. Okay. Uh, and they also, and, and since the expansion of NATO, there has been an increase in military bases and military sort of forces 
into those sort of areas. So what they want is them to go back to where they were before the expansions, mm -hmm. which essentially means France and in Western Europe rather than in Eastern Europe. Sure. So they're the sort of ones that they want. So I guess the, the big question now is, well, how do we achieve that? Because because they've invaded, yeah, the exactly. US don't want to, and rightly so, mm. they don't want to be seen as giving in to Russia's hostility. Yeah. And so this is, I think this is the, the point of where do we go? How do we, how do we achieve peace mm. without giving in to what Russia wants? Totally. So I think this is all where it falls to the new president. Uh, well, not the new president, the president of, of Ukraine, to do a deal which he's, he's, he's wanting to do. Are they in the midst of that? or are So they... he's been trying to push for talks. And in fact, he's come out recently to say he is happy not to be part of NATO. Okay. So I think what, he, you know, I am the least qualified person you should listen to <laughs> on all this. Can I just, I want to put that caveat. Just disclaimer. Yeah, just disclaimer. <laughs> like, you know, take with a grain of, something, but very small grain, what I say. But look, I think he's probably realising that the Americans and the Europeans can't come up with a peace deal. Yeah. It needs to be him. It needs to do it because they, the Americans do not want to be seen to be giving in to, to Russia. Of course, of course. So, yeah, like how many years can this go on for then unless they kind of come to a... I don't, look, I think most people, agreement. most people thought this would happen quickly, like the Russia would come in take over quickly and yeah. their negotiations would, would happen with yeah. with them sort of very victorious, I guess, in yeah. some way. But what we've seen is the Ukrainians fight back, uh, I think probably surprised the Americans, yeah. and surprised the Europeans, definitely surprised the Russians. Absolutely. Um, and you've seen this nationalism coming out of the Ukraine, mm. which is probably... The irony is it's probably the most nation sort of building exercise they've had in their thousands of years. Totally. And this is probably, in the whole history of Ukraine, they've never felt more as one as a country. United, totally. United as a country. Yeah. Um, so it's very sad. And the destruction's just, you know, awful. Absolutely. And, and Russia has done, like, atro atrocious things. And so NATO have come in and given Ukraine weapons where are they getting the rest of their resources from like it's so this has been happening over several years yeah uh, the americans have been giving them a lot of right. uh, military uh, equipment nato as you said have mm -hmm. been giving them people like turkey um who aren't part of nato obviously yeah um but they they have been giving a lot of equipment as well apparently the the turkish anti-tank drones are world best Doing very effective work, them. so um, yeah, so it's it's all it's all very sad. But you know, the interesting thing is this president, he he was an actor and a comedian. Fun fact: he was on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> YouTube it, fantastic well, as well. May and, I just say? And he was and he was on a TV show about being the president of U Ukraine. Was he really? Yeah, so he played so the president. Born for this role. Born for this role. <laughs> And so I think people underestimated him as totally. well. I think the global community might have underestimated him. And, and he's come through. Everyone loves him. He addressed the Australian Parliament. Uh, so he's been very, very good. And it's quite interesting. In his election campaign, he was criticised because he didn't do major rallies. He didn't do interviews with the mainstream journalists. What did he do? He did YouTube, he did social media, and he did all these things, and he got elected with something like 73% of the vote. He's relevant, isn't so he? So he, he knows how to play this multimedia game. Yeah, absolutely. And he's done that, you know, he did that to win the presidency, and yep. 
obviously. Well, I think what I've from what I've seen is he's also been quite hands-on in all of this. Like, he's kind of been right at the front with everyone as yep. well, which I think the people obviously are rallying behind, which is good to see. Yeah. Don't want to be running away. But, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so, um, look, yeah, anyway, I hope, hope people have learned something. It's it's not easy. I don't, you know, where we go from here. We might we might do a, a one later on just as a, as a, as a backup. A backup. Or, you know, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> as just a, an update. Totally. That's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. That's update. probably more appropriate. Probably more, yeah, yeah. yeah. Backup is sort of... No, know, I think but. we should definitely touch back in on this because right now we... We all know what everyone wants, but it's hard to come to an agreement yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's the how do where do we go from here? I yeah. think that's the question that everyone's delving with, um, trying to solve. And I don't think there's an easy, there's no yeah. easy path. There's Russia no doesn't way. strike me as a place that will fold easily. No, well, Putin's Putin's actual presidency depends on it. Totally. It will be a, a fatal if he if he loses face on this. So wait and see. Now. I think next week we'll look at the elections coming up. I think we'll do the election next week. So don't forget, let us know what you want. If there's anything you want covered, like, please pass it on to everyone. We want to get our numbers up because I think people have forgotten we existed because we're a little bit slow in coming on. We are here and we're alive. We're alive and we're doing it. Absolutely. Yeah, share, 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 definitely. And let us know if there's anything that you want to learn about. But I think the election coming up is a great place to start. Yep. And... This is a new segment we're going to do in very quickly. Kate knows nothing about it because I just made it up then. We're going to do the bridge, X and Y bridge, like things that unite the X and Ys. And you know what this week's one is? (laughs) Tell me. The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. The movie, The Big Lebowski. Great movie. And you're halfway through. Halfway through, but very funny. Very funny. So there we go. And so a lot of big names. Big, huge names. Big names. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. So anyway, if you have any tips of the great bridges of the X and Y bridge. That's our recommendation yeah. for the week. Okay. <laughs> On that note. We're very versatile. See ya. <laughs> Bye.